Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, sports fans and sports ladies, Jake Paul, Hasbala, and Dana White, people near <laughs> and far. Let me tell you, folks, this is episode three of the Flights of the Roundtable podcast. And let me tell you, I haven't seen anybody hit that record button faster than Dan Snyder avoiding an investigation. And let me tell you, boys and girls, <laughs> it was quick. How is everyone doing? Florian, how are you on this wonderful Thursday? Oh, dude, you it's Wednesday. Um, but yeah, great. <laughs> Doing really good. Um, no hey, complaints. The man. listeners aren't supposed to know that. Yeah, yeah, way to go, man. Okay, well, I mean, I, I figure they want to know what day it is, so. That's all right. Okay. Wednesday. So you're doing good? Yeah. Okay. Doing good. Good week so far? Yeah. So Daniel, far. how are things going with you? I know um, I know you're leaving us here shortly, so. Yep, uh, but I'm doing good. Um, throat hurts a little bit. I do not have coronavirus. Um, I had uh, uvula... Uvulatitis, if I don't, if that's how you say it, I'm not sure. It's the sw- your swollen u- uvula. That doesn't even oh, sound yeah. real. <laughs> yeah, that sounds a lot more lethal than it actually is. Like uvulatitis. Yeah, it's really, oh. it's not that bad, but it is. It's just uncomfortable. The uvula can lay on my tongue, and that just is the worst part about it. So, mm. but okay. for the most part, that's not happening right now. I'm almost good to go, so I'm back in it. That's why I didn't talk too much last episode, but. I'm back here, and I'm ready to rumble. Hell yeah. Happy to have you here, man. Thank you. Me, then? Mm-hmm. I'm doing good. And let me tell you, this Cabarrus um, Blonde Ale, delicious, man. Mm. So it's kind of a newer brewery here mm-hmm. in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. This stuff's good. This stuff's good. Dan, what else are we drinking on well, right now? Yeah, you kind of alluded to it. Quick, you know, we'd like to give a shout out to the local beers that we're trying every week. Uh, we got the, it's a new brewery, uh, Armored Cow. I haven't had the uh, the pleasure of uh, trying their other beers, but we got a Spun Sun Lager, which is a little lime lager, which is very, very refreshing. We got uh, some Unknown Giggle Juice, which is a beautiful IPA uh, from mm. Blue Blaze. It's called a Pink Blazer, and it is a Hefeweizen. And let me tell you, all four beers, gentlemen, great choices. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not a big IPA guy, but it means okay. If it's I had right. to choose beer, I would choose IPA, and then I would choose Hefeweizen, because yeah. I like them, and it's a cool name. Yeah, I like the Hefeweizen so far the most. I, I, I sipped on all of them a little bit, the Hefeweizen. I just always think of a Heifer when I think of Hefeweizen. <laughs> yeah. And then and huh. a Hugh, Hef, and Hugh Hefner, Hefner a little yeah. bit, too. Yeah. It's like, yeah, like, I love those porns. The, the, por- <laughs> the Playboys. <laughs> the porns? Well, the Playboys. Sorry, not the porn. It's a porn hub. <laughs> Speak your mind. Yeah. No, I have something with the porn hub segment for later on. I so. know, but I think Do we just hit like a brew. We get Hugh Hefner and Pick Six. Oh my goodness! Well, boys, yeah, yeah. kind of like I alluded to in my intro, um, you know, there's a lot going on with the the Washington football team right now. But they uh, introduced, I think, yesterday that on February second they are going to officially release their name. And there's so many like different names that I've seen come about. And for you, Florian. What is a name? I, I want to hear two things. A, a name that you actually think is legit, and one that would be hilarious and just make people laugh anytime they refer to the team. Well, I mean, I'm not. I don't think I have an answer for you because I actually I would be okay if we didn't have mascots anymore. I'm kind of of what? the yeah. I'm yeah, kind of like of that. the opinion that I I think it's kind of. I mean. It, it's just like an American sport, like staple. Every team has a mascot from college to pros, like for any sport, right? Um, but I think it is kind of cheesy. Not, you know, I love my dolphins, I love my hurricanes, I love the heat, you know, whatever. But it's not so much the mascot I fell in love with; it's the city I fell in love with. So I like sports teams that kind of resemble 
clubs like i'm a soccer guy too so like it resembles that sort of thing so i mean out of all the choices i I think you sent a text earlier dan and it had like a few choices that made the cut i would actually like the football team the most to be honest or football club or something because i don't know like you have the opportunity to get rid of a cheesy mascot why why bring another one in plus all the other options sounded really i mean just not intimidating not even intimidating so <laughs> yeah a football team for me would actually be i would just keep it the way it is i yeah. definitely respect that opinion yeah um, it, it's almost like florian's trying to transition you know european soccer to american no. not happening buddy <laughs> well uh, the mascots they they could take a little piece from what they're doing over there in my opinion okay. but yeah let's uh let's go over what the the ideas that the washington uh football team had yeah right or to they could change to mm-hmm. so the the ones they could change to first one is armada that's the dumbest thing I've second ever. yep second thing is the presidents third, third way, thing, way too american brigade fourth thing red hogs fifth thing commanders mm. sixth thing red wolves seventh thing defenders and eighth thing football team so the same thing yeah, Washington yeah. football team which okay so out of those eight mm-hmm. i don't really like any of them if i had to choose i would just be like yeah fuck that and keep what you are um mm-hmm. i have some better options here <laughs> okay <laughs> okay all right so the one i'm gonna go with first okay. is washington washington dc's state bird which is the woodchuck so it'll be the, <laughs> okay. the Washington Woodchucks. That's okay, cool. it has the W beginning too. Yes, yeah. so it's WW. Okay, or I, I think they're the Woodchucks. Or I looked it up. It's it might be the Wood Thrush is the technical term that of the bird, but everything I think everyone calls them mm-hmm. a Woodchuck mm-hmm. in DC. Um, so yeah, the Washington Woodchucks would be cool. My mm-hmm. second option uh, that I liked was the Washington Monuments. And I like that because they have the the capitals, mm-hmm. and then they have what is the other the sp- nationals the nationals, nationals. that's what mm-hmm. I'm, yep. So there's a little like uh, I that actually I mean if I had to pick one that one I probably like the most just because it ties everything together. Yeah, so it I, has to do with the city. Well, mm-hmm. I like the woodchucks. It's cool because it brings a uh, a cool mascot. Yes. I would say mm-hmm. to the football team. Um, I do like the monuments due to it brings the three together. But if you think about it. Um, I don't know. It's a, a woodchuck's a bird that burrows down and hides in the winter and stuff like that. I don't know. It goes well with like a, the, the whole scheme, I would say, and like a good mm-hmm. mascot. And yeah, but yeah. Okay, that's Drew? interesting. Um, what you got, fam? I'm least favorite of the defenders because <laughs> they had a bad defensive game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it at least has to make sense. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I honestly like Daniels the best woodchuck, but if I had to pick on these, it'd probably be the red wolves. That's that's kind of intimidating, yep. Yep. you know. But does it have a tie to the city? I mean, you know? I, I can't say. Yeah. But, Dan, which one do you like? It's at least intimidating for sure. For me, probably the worst one is Armada. Because whenever I hear Armada, I think of a Nissan Armada. <laughs> <laughs> that right there is my immediate thought. They don't take team buses anymore. Yeah. Hell, Nissan maybe will be the new... Uh, the title of the, the, the stadium, stadium. Or the yeah, sponsor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, for me, it's between the Commanders and the Red Wolves. And I'm not getting anything, but I feel like Commanders would stir up too much drama down the line. So I, I, I'm with Red Wolves, for sure. I, I think that'd be a very, very cool. I think they could do a lot with that. Different colors, different helmet styles. Uh, I, I think that's the route they should land. Um, but 
you know, we'll have to wait and see in February. I know that's definitely going to be an interesting topic. Yeah. You know, transitioning here, we're, you know, we had, we're getting into, this will be week 18. Damn. For most teams, it's the 17th week of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, we have guys that are going for records. Uh, you know, Cooper Cup, their receiving record, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, Jonathan Taylor's going for the rushing record. Am I wrong? Of what? Like most rushing yards I in a single I thought it was the season? most rushing yards in a single season, or am I wrong? Oh. I don't know. I bl- Adrian I had, Peterson I have broke not that heard that, so I'm not sure. Okay, then mate. AP then, broke that record back in like 2013, right? 2014. Didn't he set the record? Yeah, I think he did. For, forget what I said. No, 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 I, I was wrong. Forget that. Um, but no, uh, Coop, Cooper Cup's going for a record as well as um, TJ Watt going for the sack yeah, record. Yeah. Yep. But uh, he's, hey. he's sick is what I heard, and he might not be playing. I'll be oh. floored if he doesn't play. Yep. Yeah, going I'm for just, that record, I'll be floored. I'm just um, so Cooper Cup this week came out and said, you know, with, with these long extended seasons that they should have an asterisk, uh, you know, behind them if you were to break records. Mm-hmm. And I do agree with him in his situation. He has played every game. He is one of the better receive, I'd say top receiver in the league. You know, I, I hope he breaks the record, but he, I think he's right. You know, you, you don't, you have to put an asterisk. You got an extra 60 minutes as opposed mm-hmm. to the other guy who set the record. And in regards to TJ Watt, uh, you know, one of our buddies alluded, he has, pl- he's missed four games. So he's played 13 games and he has the potential to break the sack record. So right. you just wonder what his sack numbers look like. Had he played, we'll say 16 games as opposed to 17. Yeah. So, I think it's it, it's a you know two sides to different coins as to where people's thoughts are just based off of games they've missed as well as you know the different records they're going for. Um, yeah, you know I would say that I feel like there there should be like two options, right? Because um, I hate this asterisk thing. Like they did that in the NBA for or like people were saying that for LeBron that his championship during the um, you know 2020 season when they played. Um, in Orlando uh, for the rest of the season and then the playoffs, right? That he should get an asterisk on it. But everyone was in the same boat, okay? At least everyone in the league. So I don't think that's fair. I mean, in terms of the asterisk for uh, Cooper Cup, um, I feel like there's two ways around that. One's very impractical. You just pretty much, it's a clean slate because it's a new season. So it's, you have one more game. You start the records all over, which, I mean, I don't know. That's not practical, right? But... I, that makes some. I don't know. I don't even think it makes sense. But whatever. <laughs> and then the other thing is, um, if he breaks the record in this last game, right? But he breaks it by a significant amount. So not one yard or whatever it is, but he beats it by like 150 or something crazy, right? If you were to take the second place or the person that currently holds the record, which would be Adrian Peterson, if you took his average yards per game for that season, and then you apply, you compare it to like the difference between um, how many he finished with, if his is more, then I don't think it a should little, be an asterisk, right? I mean, it's a yeah. little bit of math, but... A little extrapolation. Like an asterisk is so... That's just disrespectful to him. I mean, like, so you're saying it somewhat doesn't count, and that's ridiculous because... He did that. Yeah, well, he did it with one more game. But he got he got close to the record and then broke the record regardless. Yeah, so, yeah. You know. It's disrespectful. You could say that in both ways, though. It's also like, all right, well, then it's disrespectful for every player before now that set the record, and now it's not fair to that stat because the, the new players get an extra week. Yeah, but right? the league did but, that too. <clears throat> yeah, but 
it's not is that fair for the old players? No, no it's not for fair. Sure. So I I agree with Cooper Cup and what he is saying with that the asterisk mark might be necessary, I think. Mm-hmm. Um but um yeah, even even the LeBron situation, uh, where he won the finals in the two thousand twenty it, it is a little questionable. You should maybe put an asterisk mark next to it. Maybe. I don't know. I, it's, it's one of those I really can't tell you for sure or not. But it's one of those that we all know. It is. A, there's some questions behind it. You know, no matter what, we all know that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I, it's a little disrespect from the pre- previous players. But it is what it is. The change is made, and we can't do anything about it. What do you think about it, Drew? So, obviously, on paper... It's kind of unfair, right? Because let's say the whole time in life, the hot dog eating contest, the glizzy slurpers, you know what I mean? <laughs> They're getting two minutes to eat hot dogs, and now they get 2.15. Well, obviously, you're going to be able to eat more hot dogs in an <laughs> right. extra 15 seconds. So right. that's kind of what we're dealing with here. But at the same time, everything's subjective. You know, you always hear about stats in the NFL, like before <laughs> passing was illegal, before the merger. So right. I think you can include that when you say it, but I don't think it disregards the new records by any means, right? Yeah. You still broke a record. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I agree with that, too. Let me just touch on something here. We said that Adrian Peterson had the record. That is, in fact, incorrect. Oh, who, who does? Eric Dickerson. Adrian Peterson missed it. I think he had... Oh, he missed, he missed right. it by few yards, about right? eight yards. Yep, it was. Uh, okay, it was See, and I thought he beat it by a few yards. No, okay. he, he missed, missed it, it by eight yards, and I was way off. And that was... Uh, Jonathan Taylor's only has, like, 17... 17- 50 or yeah. so so that was like 2013 right or, or, it was like when we were either still in high school or fresh out of high it school. it said he was 27 so that was 2007 no it said adrian peterson this is whenever he was 27 i don't oh. know his age now but years ago here yeah um so, so you know it's it's going to be interesting to see uh what records kind of get broken i'm definitely going to be keeping track of it yeah, um, Cooper Cup needs 135, just so everyone ooh. knows. So doable, but not easy. Yeah, TJ needs uh, one and a half to break the record. So yeah, so, it's it's wow. going to be a lot of fun to watch. And they're playing who? Uh, the Ravens? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, he might. He might be. Able Steeler, to get it. He might get two. The Steelers are playing the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. Well, yeah. No, we'll definitely be tuning in. Uh, another thing, you know, we're coming out to the end of the season here. Uh, people have started identifying Coach of the Year candidates. And the argument I saw this week that Drew also brought to my attention was people have it between Mike Vrabel and Zach Taylor. While I think they are both great candidates, I would love to hear maybe if there's somebody else or if you guys think that's a great debate and who should win. Daniel, I want to throw it to you uh, first here. <clears throat> I'm going to say Mike Rabel for Coach of the Year for a couple reasons. He has been, he has had to overcome injuries. He's had to, he had to prove, he's had to prove himself. He's, he's had to make some calls. Um, and he doesn't have the team that uh, the Bengals coach has, you know, um, with Burrow and the great receivers and all, and all that. So, and, and just because of that, I think that coach-wise, I'm going to give it to Mike. Team-wise, it's a whole different thing, and, you know, player-wise. But coach-wise, I think I give it to Mike. What do you think, Flo? Um, I'm actually going to say Zach Taylor. Yeah. Because um, Mike Rabel, I mean, I think, except for Julio, I don't know who else is new to the team, but I feel like, relatively speaking, it's been those same team 
at least over 50% of the team has been the same for um, the last two, maybe three years, I would Mm say. Um, And they're always in the playoffs and they're always in the hunt and they have a decent squad. I don't think they're probably, I mean, they're one or two games better this year than they were last year, I Mm -hmm. think. Um, But I think they'll probably get as far in the playoffs as they did last year. I don't remember actually when they bounced in the playoffs last year. I don't know either. Um, But in any regard, he he has done a phenomenal job. Mm -hmm. Um, I will give it to Zach Taylor because he... He had to overcome the terrible offensive line. Of course, Joe Burrow helps. Like, of course, he helps he um, uh, negate that horrible offensive line. And then with um, Jamar Chase, adding him, sure, um, he's an electric player, and that definitely helps. But he's a rookie, okay? So he has he's had a lot of coaching to do with him, right? It's not like just because you were a star in college that you immediately transfer or it translates perfectly to the pros. You know, you see that with a bunch of star players in college, right? They never make it in the pros. They have a lot to learn. It's a lot to adjust to. So they coached him. It's the same receiving core pretty much. Um, yeah. Boyd. Um, Higgins. Higgins, right? Um, so, and they weren't anything special last year. How many games did they win? Three, four? Exactly. Think about the right. Bengals as a franchise. Exactly. Historically. I, um, I was watching the herd and he was saying that they're among the cheapest franchises in the league to the point where players, if they had Gatorade bottles at the practice facility, couldn't even take them home. They're not allowed to take the bottles of Gatorade home. What? How ridiculous is they don't have an indoor practice facility. There's a local high school that obviously uh, produces a lot of great uh, football players. They have an indoor practice facility, and the wow. pro team does not. So you're dealing with a cheap franchise, uh, historically cheap ownership, and they are probably the second best team in the AFC. Yeah. So, Florian, I was gonna say you're only picking them because they have more thick boys on the offensive line. I, but uh, no, I mean, I don't know about that. <laughs> they might be thick, but they're also not good. So, <laughs> so I don't care about their thickness. You got produced with that thickness. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. We you know we just you're the thick six guy here. So you know. Yes. We gotta tell the people what it's about. You yep. Know? Um, for me, I'm I'm going with Florian just because I do think. You know, I think what I said about last week with Defensive Player of the Year, how good you're doing versus your expectation. And the expectation for the Bengals franchise, like Florian alluded to, is very low. And they've done really well. And I get they have an up-and-coming top quarterback and receiver, but it is what it is. So They have a good running back with three great receivers. Uh-huh. I feel like you should say both. Well-rounded offense. You're right. So, Dan, did you want to throw anybody else? Like, is oh, there even a wild card mix? Oh, I did. Oh, of course you did. Oh, I will throw one Bill Belichick into that mix. Oh. A, yeah. a team that, with a rookie quarterback, I get, you know, it was New England, but you didn't think you were like, okay, like, let's give Mac Jones a season. But, I mean – you know they're they're battling for the division for a great playoff spot. You know he's showing, but you know last year was going with Cam and you know whatever other quarterbacks they dealt with. But Belichick this year is showing that you know he can he's still the same coach with a very very similar quarterback like Brady because I, I I think Mac Jones is very similar to Tom Brady, not like Tom Brady is now, but maybe whenever Tom Brady initially came into the league. So I would like to throw one Bill Belichick into the fold because. I, just, I think he's done an outstanding job this year. Defense has played great. Offense is, looks like right now, firing on, blah, 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 excuse me, firing on all cylinders. I okay. mean, my only thing against that, and I actually wanted to throw his name in there, but he has set the bar so high 
not only for himself but for the league. Yeah. That for this, this is just another season. They have nine wins right now. They could win ten. This is exactly right on schedule. There's nothing different. You you shouldn't expect anything less from him. So it, by his own standards, this isn't a like a, a breakout season, right? I'm giving it to the guy that took a team that won three or four games last year to eleven or almost twelve wins this year. To the gap between two, uh, you know, two seasons is so large with Zach Taylor versus with Bill Belichick. Yeah, okay, last year they didn't have a great season. They still won seven or eight games, right? They right. still finished five hundred or one game under, and that's his worst year he's ever had. This is right on par with Belichick, so for that's the only reason I wouldn't give it to him. Not to say it's not impressive, but that's true. Does anybody know a Patriots fan? Like, how's the fan? Are they being like snobs Corrigan. right now? Like Corrigan's oh. family, they are happy and they they're, are they're happy feeling good. Campers, they're, they're happy, happy or they're like, yeah, this is another another no, average very, year. Very, no, they're very happy. I would oh, be huh? happy too, honestly. Rookie, you never yeah. know with rookie quarterbacks. I mean, guys, we no, we, he's going to be good. I have a feeling he's going to yeah. be very good. You know, get go get him, no. go get him somebody this off I mean, season. If I had to choose him over Trevor Lawrence, I'd be choosing him. Oh, Ooh. my God, yes. What, Holy what if Trevor Lawrence is listening? What would you say? <laughs> I'd but say... Trevor Lawrence, why do you have more interceptions than you do TDs? <laughs> you tell me that, and then and then if you can answer me without me laughing, I will, I will, I'll give you 100 bucks. <laughs> I mean, I feel if you put Trevor Lawrence in Bill Belichick's system, though, I think you, would, you guys would be laughed at for saying he's a terrible quarterback, in my opinion. Who, but, Trevor Lawrence? Yeah. If you put him with Bill Belichick... He's terrible. No... To say that this no, is no, Mac- that's not what I was saying. I was saying him against uh, yeah Mac Jones, Mac Jones. But Mac Jones played for Bill Belichick. If Mac Jones played in in Jacksonville, you think Mac Jones would be having a good year? Yeah. Oh, I see. I don't agree with that yeah, at all. I, I wouldn't say a good year, but uh, he would still be good. I think that if Trevor Lawrence went to the Patriots, they would be terrible. Mac Jones in one game through three times. That's yeah. it. Yeah, no, I understand. Trevor Lawrence in one game through three picks. Okay, but at least he's throwing the ball. I mean, they don't at least he's not only... turning it over. Yeah, you can't when you only three three unless you throw three interceptions. Fine, yeah, but okay, that's okay. So you're Florian. saying one game he only threw three times. What about all the other games? Yeah, for the most part, he throws very little. Actually, they're uh-huh. a run first team, and by a long stretch, they okay. focus hey, on the run. Hold 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 the phone here. Uh huh. Okay, so the, the the game that he threw three times. You want to remind the fans what the weather conditions were like. Okay, so what? I mean, in Seattle, when uh, the Seahawks played the Bears, I'm pretty sure Russell Wilson threw double digits, and well, it was snowing like crazy. You know what, Dan? You've got a great idea. Florian's new segment, besides Thick Six, is going to be the weather. Okay. Yeah. Uh, weather man, the weather Florian. guy. Yeah. The weather. So how about we create a ratio right here, a, a metric. Okay. Weather to throw percentage. Okay. <laughs> I may, I take the, the, um, the precipitation numbers for that game, Versus uh, times that uh, or divided by how many times they throw, and with that number we gauge if it's you know just a fluke game or if it's right on par. I love okay. that. Yeah. I like that. I'm gonna all say right. I'm gonna say one thing. And we'll move on. I think you're bitter that the, all, the Patriots only missed one year and they're back to it. Oh, I mean, I hate the Patriots forever. I'm a Dolphins yep. fan. It's Me I mean, too. it's like with the Cowboys. Like it doesn't matter. I hate the Patriots. Hate the Cowboys. You, it's just something we hate. A lot of people hate them. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm sure I'm always bitter against the Patriots. They ruined my life for pretty much my whole football career or football loving <laughs> career. But I give respect to Belichick and I give respect to Brady. So okay, yeah. and you know, too. once again, would love to give a shout out to these breweries that we're trying tonight. We have a a blonde ale from Cabarrus uh, Brewery. Drew mentioned it's kind of up and coming, yeah. very very new brewery. 
We have a pink blazer, which is a Hefeweizen from Blue Blaze, which How I am that really one? enjoying. Okay. Really enjoying. Great job. You got Giggle Juice from Unknown, which is a hazy IPA, and I'm a big hazy guy. You guys know that. And then you have an Armored Cow Sun Spun Lager, which is like a lime lager. Wow, guys, I think Washington Armored Cows. There we go. Washington. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Just imagine that mascot walking yeah. like onto the field. All you hear is clanks. <laughs> Just a big, an actual cow just completely metaled up. And uh, like an udder made of steel. You Gosh, know? Just imagine <laughs> milking that thing. Jesus. <laughs> you guys are great. You guys yeah. are great. Um, so one of the uh, guys, one of the main stories this week that I saw, and I actually watched the video on it, was that a writer came out and said that uh, Aaron Rodgers, he was not going to give him his MVP vote. Yeah. And this guy said this in the summertime. I have something to say before. About this. Oh, trust me, I'm gonna get. I, I got some stuff to say, and I'm gonna not make it yeah. like I should. It sounds like that boy wants some clout, you know. But. Yeah, that 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 guy, Aaron Rodgers, said he's a bum, and nobody knew his name before this. How do you go into an off season uh, publicly say, "Yeah, I'm not voting for him"? Uh, just just this off season, you know, declared in the off season. How is a, the people that give votes? How do you say? Here you go, bro. Yeah, you, you get to vote. Right. It's not based on any metric. It's, it's just like personal. That's like, fucking hate ridiculous. For a player, and you said it started. In this this happened in the summer. Yes, right? he made this comment in the summer. That that's what Roger said. Roger said he saw it in the summer. Okay, but he re- recently reiterated it though. Yes. on some type of show yes. or something. Okay. But okay. But, okay. but the guy who said it, this voter, I can tell you MVP. His, ro- his name's voter. Herb something. So no, his name is Pornhub Ar- Arkush. His name is, I think... What? Yeah, no, his name is, I don't think that's <laughs> right. I'm pretty sure it's Hub Arkush, but we everyone calls him Pornhub Arkush. Just Why? Because everyone hates his first name, so they call him Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That is so weird. Yeah. Well, Where that's did what, you find that? Well, he just said around it was, the social it was media as, uh, Herb or whatever. Now you're saying I'm, his name is Pornhub I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure it's... it's I'm, it's like Her, Herb Arkush or something like that, or Hub Arkush or something like that. <laughs> okay. Well... Um, so you said this guy said the made this comment that yeah, yeah. he doesn't he thinks he's a bad guy and he's not getting his vote he, in the off season. So he said that Aaron Rodgers is a bad guy and he's the biggest jerk in the league. When did he say that? In, in the summer. Reiterated in the summer. it, as and well he reiterated now. it recently. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, listen, don't listen to this piece of shit. That's all I have to say right now. Yeah. It's so thirty-five. It's not thir- based in any regard. It's not based on any metric. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not based on performance on the field. This guy has it out for Aaron Rodgers. Think of what you will of Aaron Rodgers. That shouldn't come into MVP voting. Your MVP is not based on your uh, personal like for yep. the for that player. It has to do with the numbers. It has to do with how well they're playing. Um, the success they've earned throughout the season, right? That's what it's supposed to be about. So, yeah, I mean, that's ridiculous. This guy, I mean, he doesn't even look like he's ever played football, and he's telling us what yeah. about, like, do you have you looked at that guy? No. He has never played football, I can tell you that. And how do you get in a position where he is mm-hmm. and get a vote if you don't even know well, football, or like, if you you can't even, you've probably more, never thrown a football in your life. Yeah, bro. He's more than likely a media member because a lot of these yeah, MVP he voters he's are a writer always, in Chicago somewhere. Yeah, just like in um, the committee for college football. I no mean, Condoleezza Rice is on that committee. God, this this lady, she was Secretary of State. What does she have to do with college football? But Ex- she's exactly. on that board. How about so. we do a committee of people that know football and then decide yep. about football? Yep. 
Yeah, yeah, I don't know how it yeah. it gets into a whole like probably dark wor- yeah. rabbit hole that yeah. that so, is could take years to explain, but yeah, probably. And, and for me, it's it's ironic, okay. And I love irony. Like I like football, I like beer, and I love irony. Okay, if I was an author, I would have the most ironic so, book. So in terms of minerals, iron is your favorite. Yes, yeah, Effie, okay, nice, Effie, nice. baby. Yeah. Okay. Why is this guy even grading Rogers off an off-season actions because he's speaking about how he didn't show up for minicamp. Yeah, I have a feeling that's what it's about. In-season other things reward. Yeah, off-season in-season reward. Like you got to separate the two. Mm-hmm. Uh, as is kind of my thoughts. I there. I completely agree with you. Um, you guys said it was the whole not showing up to minicamp and then the other stuff, which I don't want to get into on this podcast. Um, but the guy's throwing 35 touchdowns and four picks. Has a pass rating of 111. Did he miss his any team, games? Uh, no. And no, he's playing no. with a fucked up toe. Yeah. Like, the, the guy, his, his team is the number one seed. They have home field advantage. That is a scary team right and now. And he's like 37, 38. You know, I know Brady's yeah. setting the bar very high, but still. It, 30, Rogers, 38 is Brett, 38. Brett Favre set the, the uh, that shit high. And, right. he, and he is lived up to that potential. I mean, that's one of the best quarterback replacements ever yeah yeah how do you right? replace a legend like that exactly yeah it's, just, it's like drew bledsoe and tom brady it was uh well, drew bledsoe was never like that but i mean he no was good. i know but it was a good replacement but um well actually great replacement better replacement right mm-hmm. someone argue the almo- greatest <laughs> you can almost say aaron Rodgers was as good or better replacement than brett Favre. i don't know yet we'll find out yeah i don't i need he to is. Yeah, broke, I, I, his, I think we've seen enough. I, yeah, I've did, seen I've seen he enough. did break some records, and that was not too long ago, right? Yeah, last week or two weeks ago. Total uh, touchdowns thrown uh, as a Packer, he broke it with about a not a hundred, but like a significant amount less of interceptions. Yeah. So mm. you know, I, I'm in the camp that he should be MVP. Yeah, just MVP playing out of his mind, and I've said this many times. Like watching Aaron Rodgers play is just a joy. He's so good, mm-hmm. passes and everything. Anytime you think he's in trouble, he will yeah. fit something. In such a tight window, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know, literally, the guy giving him a non-vote. Just go, go write a book. Jesus, yeah, <laughs> go write a book. Jeez. Yeah. Man. So guys, uh, you know, Florian on our little Monday show touched on that we didn't say our names uh, in the previous podcast in, in our initial podcast. One of the things we didn't do in our previous podcast, we brought up talking about offensive player of the year and defensive player of the year. Well, we talked about Defensive Player of the Year and completely axed Offensive Player of the Year. So I wanted to touch on who you guys think right now, heading into the last week of the season, is the Offensive Player of the Year. And it could truly be anyone. And before, hold on, before I jump to you, I was thinking about this, and it's a defensive player take. I think T.J. Watt is the best best defined defensive lineman in football. Boom. Daniel, what do you think about Offensive uh, Player of the Year? Defensive lineman? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Skip that. Go to offense. Okay, yeah. I'm skipping that. Um, <laughs> Please. <laughs> uh, see, I just I just festered that in your mind now. Yeah, he, he, he like took your but mind, you, put it in a blender. But yeah, you, see, you said defensive lineman. I mean, he's a defensive back kind of, right? No, he's a defensive he, end. He's defensive end. He's an edge rusher. I guess you're right. Is he? Is that a lineman? He's yeah, not okay. a lineman. I mean, <laughs> he guesses you're right. <laughs> he's on the edge, but I don't know. Okay, edge guy. All right, yeah. Because he plays linebacker, outside linebacker, and edge. Whenever you see yeah. line, I feel like you're right down. He's more of an edge than me. someone's fade. <clears throat> That's edge. All right, so I'm gonna say I'm gonna say five people right here, and I'm not gonna say that which one deserves it yet. I'm just gonna say who should be in. Okay. The talks. All right. Cool. Aaron Rodgers. 
Joe Burrow, mm. Cooper Cup, mm. Jamar Chase, and Jonathan Taylor. I think all those deserve to be said their name in there. I don't know who deserves the most. Maybe Aaron Rodgers and Cooper Cup are in the top between those five. Um, Jonathan Taylor might be number three. And then those Bengal boys might be down more in the in the bottom five to ten, maybe even not even the fives. But it's a hard decision. Cooper Cup's doing some big things, guys. He and I think he might deserve it. So who would you slap that award onto right now? All right, so you're saying MVP goes to Aaron Aaron Rodgers. Yes. Then I give Cooper Cup offensive player of the year. Okay. Nice. Okay. I I I like that. Um with that list, love that list, but I am swapping Jamar Chase for Devontae Adams. Just going to put I, that one out there. <clears throat> yeah, that's really? Um, yes. God, yes. I want to see the stats, but, but he's been he's just consistently he's amazingly good. So. Um, I think la- last year, he might have been, been doing better than this year. But. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give it to Jonathan Taylor. With Rodgers, yeah. I think, taking MVP, I'm going to give Jonathan Taylor Offensive Player of the Year. Um, he's carrying that team. Yeah, Carson Wentz has had his games, but Jonathan Taylor is carrying that football team. Is he eleven straight eleven straight games with a touchdown? Yep. I yeah, and I think 11, something like that. I think he's on a streak of a hundred yard games too. Let me I let me let me look into is. that, but I'm pretty sure he is. You know, he has. I, I told you guys at the beginning he has about seventeen five uh, rushing yards, and I I think he's playing great. He Sunday is going to come. He's going to have to come up big for them to. Uh, uh, clinch a playoff spot, which we'll touch on a little bit. Can I ask you something a little off topic? Yeah. But still relevant. Would you take him first overall in fantasy next year? No. Mm. It's, a go- it's a good question, though, because it, of how many players get hurt all the time, and he is a, he's a healthy boy. Between him. <laughs> he took his vitamins. Yeah, he is a healthy boy. <laughs> he stretches. <laughs> I'd have to go between him and Derek Henry. Ooh, yeah, the, uh, the healthness, like yeah, I said, yeah. is very important. Could be the deciding. Yeah, factor. but Derrick Henry never got hurt or had a significant injury before this one, and that's the start of it all. Okay, but but okay, but um, how how long do you think Jonathan Taylor lasts before his starts? Well, guess what? I'm willing to bet my first pick on that and risk it that because mm-hmm. he he's not hurt yet. That is fair. That, that is very is. fair. Yeah, it is a that's a worthy gamble. Ooh. And gambles. We'll get to, we'll get to some more gambling later. But Florian, uh, what would be your selection out of those five? I think naturally it has to go to Aaron Rodgers first. But if he wins the MVP, I kind of wanted to go to someone else. Uh, my second, and it's probably just because it's like with any other award, with the MVP or with the Heisman, you always consider a quarterback before everyone else. Yeah. And what Joe Burrow has done this year, taking his team to eleven wins now possibly 12 if they win this next week which i don't know if they're gonna he's gonna play or whatever he's, he's not. not he's not he said no, he's not playing he's not. okay but so he himself has led his team to 11 wins versus three or four last year and i mean just look at joe burrow play it's amazing the poise the arm strength the accuracy the presence in the pocket knowing where all of the um defenders are getting getting the ball out not turning it over if that didn't turn you on, I don't know what does. Yeah, honestly. exactly. I mean, like half chub. Yeah. So for me, it's got to be Joe Burrow. And then I would like to give it a Cooper Cup just because he'd be my third. Mm-hmm. Logically speaking, he's a receiver. He's not going to get it more than likely. I feel like, you know, it's like starting um, at like plus 
10 or whatever, yeah. you know? But um, with the numbers he's putting up, if he breaks the record somehow, I feel like, please give, you know, give it to him because he deserves it. But True. And I the fact that he was injured last year. Too. I mean, yeah. obvi- I think he's an obvious candidate for a comeback player of the year. So That's a good candidate, yeah. And then my pick, I am going to be biased here and just say Cooper Cup. And yep. it probably is biased. It definitely is biased. It's a little biased. <laughs> it's biased okay. as hell. But I saw him, and he had a new quarterback this year, too. I think adaptability is a great stat to be able to, you know, feng shui with anybody. And mm-hmm. he's he's doing it with two different quarterbacks, good and bad. Um, let's pick some games, Dan. we got some good games coming let's up here, it. boys. So let's we have the, the first game here. We have the... Ravens and the Steelers, both team hanging by a third. Yes, both team hanging by a thread here in the playoff race. Or did the Ravens get eliminated? I believe no. The Ravens lost. Sorry, excuse me. The, the Ravens are Ravens are out. I, no, I think they're, they're in, in, but they need four losses. Yeah, I think so. The, very, very I think, small. I think the Steelers need the same thing. Steelers, Steelers need a win and a couple losses. Okay, yeah. I think they the Steelers need a Colts have a better chance, and then one of the Chargers Raiders. Just a specific one they need. I think. I hate all these specific things. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's ridiculous. I I, I think that's it, it's going to be a fun game. It's cool that that rivalry comes down to like the last week of teams fighting for playoffs. I hope Lamar plays. You know, it's been a couple weeks. Would see, love to see him back out there for a game that the team needs him. Yeah, yeah. you know, he he's going to get his contract this this offseason. I would assume they need him to play. They need him to um, play, and I need to know too because that's a betting opportunity right there. Yeah, so. I I agree. For me, it's just tough to call this game. Um, for me right now, just with what I've seen, uh, I'm going to take the Steelers. Uh, not by much, not by much at all. I, I think it could be like a field goal. But I, I think the Steelers do whatever it takes to get it done. Um, you know, offense look good against um, the Browns on Monday, all things considered. And Big Ben's fighting because he doesn't want to go out with, you know, getting eliminated from the playoffs. So, right. I agree with that. And as much as I think they played good and we're kind of looking at last week and they beat Cleveland, it's still Cleveland guys and Baker's playing like crap. Like, let's put this game into perspective. Let's say this is week one coming in this season. This Steelers versus the Ravens. This would be an easy pick on the Ravens. Yes. Uh, I still think they're the better franchise with the better roster. And if Lamar plays with the better quarterback, I got the Ravens. Daniel, who you got? <sighs> yeah, see, I agree with you, Drew. I got the Ravens if Lamar plays. I got the Steelers if Lamar doesn't. Because Steelers need really need the win. Yes. And But it's going to be hard to stop Lamar if he's in. And he's, but he, he has to be healthy if he's in. He, if, he's, if he's not like healthy enough to be the quarterback, don't put him in. So, okay. What do you think, Flo? Yeah. Um, so a few factors. Um, both need a win. Both can't afford to lose, right? They're mentally they're in the same spot. Um, it's in Baltimore, home field advantage. If Baltimore does have Lamar Jackson, give me Baltimore. I think um, that if you know if it is Huntley, Huntley is his name. Mm-hmm. Um, with the momentum from last week, Big Ben's um, final home game. This will. I mean, I don't know if he's going to retire. He hasn't said that. But what if it's his last game and he knows that himself? He's gonna, you know, he's gonna have a great performance because it's his last hoorah. He, no one knows that but him because he hasn't made a public. I don't True. Think. So um, it's a very slim chance that I give the Steelers, but if Lamar is not playing, I will give it to them. Right now, I'm picking Baltimore. Okay. All right. Um, well, this this is another game upcoming here. We got the Rams and the 49ers. Uh, 49ers are fighting to get in, 
and the Rams are fighting for seeding. Before we hop in, folks, I'm going to tell you, uh, playoff seeding-wise, if Philadelphia ends up playing the Rams, <laughs> me and Drew will not be on speaking terms next week. <laughs> no. So uh, Daniel's going to be my ambassador. Florian yeah, will Fl- be your Florian will be my ambassador. Okay, I speak for House Rajak. Yeah. <laughs> um, Florian. First of his name. <laughs> Last Florian. of his kind. I want to hear, hear your thoughts on the Rams, the 49ers. I mean, the 49ers need to win. If they, they win and you're in. Right, and I don't think the Rams are going to be playing their starters. Yes, they are. They're, they they're are? going for seeding. Oh, they are going for mm-hmm. seeding. Okay. Uh, I'll still give it to the Rams. I mean, seeding is very important. Um, I think that if they get a big enough lead, though, I could see the Rams benching Stafford. It depends on the lead, right? Second half, whatever the case may be. Um, but I'm going to go with the Rams. I just think that, I mean, they have something to play for. The pressure maybe for um, San Francisco – not saying they fold under pressure, but maybe it's just not enough this year to get them over the hump and make the playoffs. So sure, okay, Daniel, that's a hard, it's a hard game. It to is, choose. it's a hard game because um, it really is. I would say it, det- it's de- going to be determined by the first half. Um, Rams are going to pull out all their players if they're getting if they're getting washed, um, and they're just going to be take it as a loss, and they're going to be re- they're going to be waiting for the playoffs, and they're going to be ready. Um, so. Basically, if you're going to be betting, bet on the first. That's a first half type of game you could bet on. Um, I'm going to choose the Rams because I'm going to hope that they're going to go all out and try to beat the shit out of them in the first half. And if that doesn't happen, San Francisco wins in the in the in the full game. Okay. So one more thing to consider. Sorry, just quickly. Um, this is all. This is all or nothing for the Rams with what they gave up in draft capital for Big Ten players. Um, OBJ, uh, Von Miller, Jalen Ramsey. This is all in. This is all or nothing. So they want all of the advantages they can get. So, yeah, I think the Rams will win this game because they're fighting for positioning. Number one seed is on the line. No. Oh, it's not? Packers got it. Oh, okay. Number two seed is on the line. Well, up until they play the Packers, they'll have a <laughs> seeding. So, yep. But still, I mean, I, I yeah. It's all, all or nothing for them. Yeah, I so Kyle Shanahan does have Sean McVay's number. I don't know the exact percentage, but it's a good percentage. It is. I've heard that um, yeah. thrown out before. And that's what kind of scares me in the fact that 49ers are winning in, you know. But the Rams do have a better team, and they've been playing okay. They've had to do a comeback win twice in a row against the Vikings and the Ravens. Um, it shows they can close games out, and this is going to be a close game, right? We, we kind of think that. We all predict that. So I I'm think taking the team that has been able to squeak it out at the end two weeks in a row. Which is your own team. Which is my Rams. <laughs> Super Bowl, baby. Do you think Stafford has another stinker like he did last week? I'm going to go half stink, okay? you know, Wait to the playoffs. Just a little half stink. Yeah, he went to Arby's, not Taco Bell. So. Yeah. Dan uh, is ready for I that went to Arby's up. today. <laughs> nice. What'd you get? Half stink. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, I've, um, heard I've heard it's delicious. Uh, for for me, uh, want to first say before I give my pick, I think Kyle Shan has an incredibly overrated, um, but I'm going to take the Niners. Uh, they're gonna go. I think they're gonna go all out. They need to win this game, and I really hope, like we discussed on Monday, that they play Trey Lance because I would love to see him against like an actual defense that's not the Texans to really kind of get a gauge of how he looks. Um, So I'm going to take the 49ers. It's going to be close. I I, I think it's field goal or a touchdown, but I haven't seen 
any update on Jimmy this week? Have they said is he going to play? I, I haven't, haven't said. I thought he was throwing in practice. No? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either, but Dan, the, the 49ers can get in with a pure Saints loss. Oh, exactly. Too. So do you think that factors in their decision at all? No. Uh, my no, guess is they, so. if, if I'm a coach, I'm not leaving that. I'm saying I am controlling my destiny. I'm not I'm not leaving it in the hands of another yeah, team. Yeah, it's not worth yeah. the risk. Saints versus Falcons this week. If the Saints win, they, the 49ers have to lose and Saints get in. But does anybody want to see the Saints in the playoffs? No, no, it's, no. Talk about a least exciting franchise right you now. You said uh, the Falcons. I know we're going to move on, but I just want to say the what a report I saw today, Calvin Ridley's on the trading block. They're blowing it up, finally. They're blowing it up. All right, but no. Really? We'll, yeah, we'll uh, we'll move on here. I would um, imagine. You got, the, you got the game where it's win and you're in, unless the Colts lose to the Jaguars, but you got the Chargers and the Raiders. Uh, I'm going to take the Chargers. Uh, I think Herbert shows out, but then in the playoffs, they come up small. Where is it at? Don't know. Um, talk about a game, both, <laughs> both teams – Division rivals, same record, all on the line. It's in LA. It's in LA. Wait, Las Vegas. They both. They oh, both it's in win. Vegas. Yes. They're both in win in your win. So either yeah, one wins. Either one. Win. You have oh, to beat man. each other. The winner is in. The loser is out. God, I feel I'm like actually going to give it to the Raiders. I think I'm right yeah. too. Yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. Home field advantage for the. I couldn't picture a game where everything is so even <laughs> that you need some sort of advantage, and that's why they call it home field, baby. Give me the Raiders. I get the. I'm giving the giving it to the Raiders too. That is just it's just too nice of a setup for the Raiders. I and agree. That's literally what it is. And uh, I don't. Yeah. And too to good of a story with all of the like the drama that's happened yeah, this year. It's a good story. It, it'd be a good story for them it as an organization. Be. Yeah. It it, exactly. And I forget what I was gonna say. Okay. Oh yeah. Ha- <laughs> I want to talk about a half stink. Herbert has done that a lot this year, but it gets overshadowed because people's minds are stuck in the last year when he had no stink. And so is Derek Goff. And, or excuse me, so is Derek Carr though. And Derek Carr. But I, but I think this is a perfect storm for the Raiders. It really is a perfect storm. And NFL does weird things. So mm-hmm. give me the Raiders. So much half stink that he's responsible for at least fifty percent of all the smog covering LA. You know, <laughs> just a half stinker. Wow. Um, so then the last thing we got here on this pod, boys, is one of our favorite topics. It's time for Daniel's a doofus. He's five and five, baby. All right. Daniel is, sorry, Daniel, just wanted to say you are five and oh, though, right? In this this segment. And guys, we are not betting experts. We don't give betting advice. But if you want to hop on this train. It's a good train to tail when I'm five and oh. And if you're gonna lose on a bet, at least lose on someone that, that's ta- like winning, like crazy, you know. Yeah. Like, tail someone that's winning like crazy, and if you lose on that, it's worth the loss. Who did you have last week? Who was Daniel? It was the, the Eagles, Eagles, right? Yep. Eagles, and they and they they squeaked it out, and bro. they squeaked it out. And I want to let you know, I got that pick in the early of the week at three and a half, and I won by the half. Yeah, point five. So won yeah, by point. I mean. Wow. I mean that's insane. I haven't that's actually, close yeah, I've never won by point uh, point five before, and that was the first time, and that felt good. So it just knows it, it shows that I know my shit a little bit. Um, this week is the hardest week for me, and I haven't really picked. I want to discuss a couple games with you guys um, because I I really just couldn't pick without you guys. Throw them out there. Let's we'll see um, what we got. The first one is um, the the Raiders Chargers, and then I have a few more. Let me 
Look them up, but let's discuss the Raiders Chargers first. That is a close one to call. It's so close. I, I don't like it. It's I, Raiders minus three. Because of home oh, field. God. Get Chargers plus three. Chargers and plus don't three. even think twice about it. It's it's a hard one. It's one of those. I don't like there's it. a lot of these games this week that are hard. Let me just. I want to list a few that, off here. That bet is attractive to me, me though, because mm-hmm. you know it's, we all think it's going to be a close game, yeah, and then you're sure. giving three points to the Chargers. Yeah, but then every time we think it's a close game, it's yeah. a wider margin than we always think it is. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And there's so much on the line. Obviously, you know, winners in. Yeah. So you know you're going to try to pile on the points as much mm-hmm. as you can. It might be minus three. But Chargers plus three. I don't know. I don't like that either. Yeah, Dan wants the other option, Daniel. Another game, Panthers, Bucks. Panthers get plus eight. Buccaneers minus eight. I don't like that at all. I'd take the Buccaneers minus Minus eight. eight. That Panthers team is a dumpster. And that's exactly who I was choosing. I was choosing Bucks minus eight. Bucks minus eight. And it's it's in Tampa. It's a very good one, and I like that one a lot. And they're playing for seeding versus the Rams, and it's in Tampa. (laughs) More seeding than a farm. So I would choose that one way over yeah. the, the Raiders. Chargers. More seeding than Monsanto. <laughs> so I would say that's the 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 pick of the that's week. That's the pick. Right so there. Daniel's a doofus. Daniel's is a doofus. The Buccaneers minus eight. eight over the Panthers. What's yeah. the what's the quantity? What we, what yeah. How much how here? much are we wagering? Let's do five hundred dollars again. Okay. Five hundred. We're throwing we're throwing a crisp five hundred on. Yeah. This. We might even post the bet slip on our socials this week just yeah. so you guys can see what we're messing with here. You yeah. know. Yeah. You know. The we'll proof just, is in the pudding. We'll we'll have to see. Um, well, gentlemen, uh, you know, I always like to do this. You guys know that. Let's, let's hear, you know, one, one positive from the week before we, uh, before we get out of here. Drew, let's, uh, let's hear it. I'm going to do part two of last week. Last week I was in the fantasy championship for both my leagues and I won both. So that was really cool. Um, and I was wrong too. Not a 14 year league. This was our 15th year. So Wanted on the 15 year. Um, shout out to that league, LOFG, League of Fantasy Gods, what we call it. But uh, yeah, that was that was really cool, man. I was impressed with my ability to win those games this year. So. Good for you, buddy, uh, Daniel. Um, I don't know, honestly. You didn't have anything good that transpired for you this week, or, maybe? or anything that will happen. I guess my your uvulitis is getting better. Uvulitis yeah. is getting better. And that's the, a good and the bet, like the streak is the streak is going, and I, I guess that's the that's my highlight. You keep the five and zero going to six and zero to seven and zero to whatever and zero. Okay. Yeah, as long as there's an O at the end of it, it can't get I'm much happy, better. You know? right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, for me, we we start soccer again tomorrow. Yeah. Looking forward to Woo-hoo. that. You know, guys, were me and uh, Dan. Oh, well, actually, what the heck? All of us. Yeah, we actually just all do. Me and Dan have a Thursday league that we play in, and then all of us play on a Sunday league together. So uh, it's oh, a lot man. of fun. I'm looking forward to that, just because. I mean, it's like a nice, it's a good hobby that we've picked up, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, it's not just limited to soccer. You know, we'll probably branch out to other sports. Um, but yeah, I mean. Pola. <laughs> oh, yeah. Underwater basket weaving, Dan. <laughs> oh, I'm so down. I'm if, so down. If we did polo, I'm doing an armored cow, not a horse. Okay. <laughs> an armored cow. Yeah. That's what I'm riding. Udders of steel. Um, For me, I smoked a mean thing of short ribs, and I definitely got positive <laughs> that, reviews when on When you those said you ribs. smoked, yeah. that was not what I thought you were going to oh, say. God. I was like, wow, Dan, you're living it up. Oh, we okay. picked up another hobby. No, yeah. I, uh, I did some good things with some short ribs. Um, yeah, they, but, they turned out great. Um, before we get out of here, I also just want to give, you know, we've, we've given him a couple shout outs. Want to give a shout out to Armored Cow, Unknown, 
the Cabarrus and Blue Blaze Brewing uh, for letting us enjoy uh, their beers tonight. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Go check them out. Uh, they're in the Charlotte area. Yeah, I really love the Armored Cow and the Cabarrus. Those are really good. Some breweries I hadn't checked out before, so I really appreciate the work you guys are putting in there, and I know the Charlotte community really loves that stuff too. Uh, big brewery city. Um, Dan, I'm going to let you close this out, but if you're new here, you know, follow our socials. Um, see what we're about. You know, we do this because we love beer, football, and talking it. So we're just kind of living out our dream here. And uh, if you're not new here, we appreciate that continued support. And we'll hope to see you on the next episode. Yeah, appreciate that, Drew Skibble. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this was episode three of the Flights of the Round Table. We're looking forward to some playoff football. And uh, we'll talk to you guys soon.